But let's turn our focus now to rugby because there's been a lot of talking points, especially about the refereeing. Uh, Jakob Pepa was left out of the semi-finals uh, list uh, after that photo with the Welsh fans. Also, Jerome Garces appointed as the referee for the Box Wells match. People have already pulled out the stats there. And there was also Wayne Barnes, uh, who people were not happy with the last weekend on Sunday against Japan. And we are joined on the line by uh, former international test referee Freak Berger. Uh, Freak, good evening and thanks again for speaking to us on SAFM. Hello, now, good evening and thank you for the call. Freak, firstly, we've seen the highest number of yellow cards and reds in this World Cup, especially for high tackles. Have the refs got it right? Have they stuck to the laws or have they gone overboard in some instances? Well, very interesting, you know. I was uh, there for 40 matches as a starting commission. I just came back yesterday, mm. maybe before yesterday. So I had, I've got first-hand information because, you know, as a starting commissioner, what we do... Um, in my capacity with, with my six colleagues from the countries, uh, we evaluate all matches, after matches, post matches, and look at the match and see what happened during the match, the incidents, and then um, uh, we do look at, say, for instance, a yellow card, but um, that should have been a red card on the field, or a penalty should have been a red card. So um, I'm, I'm with you, and I don't want to, at this stage, criticize the refereeing, but I think they got it wrong in number of cases, especially where we talk about Law 9, which is foul play, and where they've got a special a special sort of um, uh, uh, um, look at, especially the tackle around the neck, mm. the high tackle. Uh, there's a framework done on these things, but um, obviously the referee must just realize that he's got a TMO, he's got a television match official plus two assistant referees, and there's provision made for him to go to the television match official and to have a look at Hawkeye, which got about 20 cameras. I know they have got limited time. I've got, after a match, uh, 36 hours, a big difference between between my opinion and his, um, um, and his opinion on the field. Um, but uh, as I've said, I think personally, personally I think that the TMO um, in certain certain instances, uh, need to come in quicker, and to give him some absolute information about the high tackle, the dangerous tackle, uh, whether it's whether it's a red card or yellow card, and I think they got it wrong there towards the middle of the of, of the of the tournament. Mm. It, it became better, and um, but I'm not sure whether World Rugby has got this whole question of the high tackle. Um, I think they're overdoing it at this stage um, because there's some tackles that's not that dangerous mm. that gets penalised and teams play with with yellow card players and, and with 14 men and becomes an unfair context. Do you think also for players, Freak, it will take time to get used to these laws because they're so used in a certain to a certain way of tackling? Well, you see, the point I want to make the coach must still, must still coach his team with, to, to play with in law, and mm-hmm. and obviously you know when when you look at when you look at at, at the game, it's a contact sport. You've got to realise this, and also there's mitigation in terms of uh, a player running towards me. I want to tackle him. Um, he, he he drops his body. He drops his body. Mm-hmm. He goes lower. He either slips. My arm tackles the ball. My arm goes up. So there's a lot of mitigation. Uh, circumstances that you've got to use to enable that you don't just, uh, you know, be a, be a whistleblower 
and, and give everybody a red card. You know, a red card, there's two words we use as sergeant commissioners. The one is reckless, and the one is dangerous. And obviously, the welfare and the safety of players becomes so important. You've got to, you've got to have a look at this. But I think, I think personally feel that, that, um, uh, there could have been, there could have been a bit of, a, a bit of overlooking from the referee's point of view and, and overdoing this. But, um, also when it goes to the, to the, uh, the, the judicial council where they have a look at all these things and where they actually get the sentences, I think they've also just stuck to three weeks and six weeks, uh, which, uh, world rugby must have a look at. Uh, for the near future. Talking about World Rugby, they released a statement a few matches into the tournament. I think I don't think it's ever happened before where they were saying the standard of officiating was not what they expected. Did that statement catch you by surprise that World Rugby would slam its uh, own? No, you see, you see what caught them by surprise is that the referees that 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 that, that officiating there they're all experienced referees. Mm. I mean, it's not youngsters. Uh, you, 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 you tell them it's, it's their first World Cup. A lot of these referees have gone through two, three World Cups. It's all experienced referees, all doing Six Nations, all doing the four, the four nations with us down at that Sandown. So it's all experienced referees. And I was, I was, well, as I said, I watched 40 matches and I worked on 40 matches. And as I've said, there were certain, there were certain sort of decisions. Um, and what, what do you want from a referee? You want consistency. Mm. Uh, this is the important thing you want. You want cons- consistency, and I always call it clarity and control. And and and, and this surprised me uh, that the, that the referees. Oh, I don't say they weren't sharp, yeah. but all I've all I've said is that I still remember you've got to manage your game. They must manage your game. And some of these referees uh, got it wrong, got decisions wrong, uh, advantage wrong. Um, and realized and, and, and relied a lot on the television match official to sort them out with foul play. Mm. So personally, I think, I mean, in my opinion, there's one or two referees that I will that, that, that that's gone through now to the to the semi-finals and, and and could go to the final. But I reckon that for for the bulk of them, a lot of experience, but they really disappointed me. Wait. Wayne Barnes came under fire in the box match against Japan. Was the criticism justified for you? What did he get wrong, or was it home crowd pressure? I don't think so. I think I personally thought I personally thought Wayne Barnes was one of the most consistent referees uh, in, in the tournament. Um, which, which, which all I watched all his matches and had a look at all his matches and all these things and and um, and and, and um, difficult difficult to criticise him. Um, I'm not saying that the yellow card on Beast was too quick. I just thought that he should have gone to the TMO. I'm not saying it was a wreck because you know, you, in talking about mitigation, uh, that if you if you do get, uh, lift a player off the ground with his feet through the horizontal and you take him down, it's still your responsibility for his safety. And I and I just think that the the player that went to ground uh, went on on his shoulder. And 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 wasn't direct on the head, which could have been which could have been disastrous for the box to play with 40 men. Mm. And I don't think that Beast, you know, Beast is not, is not a dirty player. And 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 all I'm saying, and I've I've, heard, I've saw this saw this a lot in my career. Some of these players they get a rush of blood, just a rush of blood lifting the player. Sometimes this player comes to him off the ground and he just turns him over, topples him over. But I don't think it's dirty. Uh, I don't think it was reckless. 
Uh, I just thought that Wayne Barnes was really quick on that one. And again, I just thought that uh, the, the Japanese uh, uh, backs and, and, and defense, mm. uh, there was a lot of offsides, which, again, assistant referees must assist him with this, where they got away with a murder. Now, the main talking point, Frank Berger, today is the absence of Jakob Paper from the last four list. It has to do with that photo he took with well supporters. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but World Rugby says they can confirm that the match <laughs> official selection did not consider Jakob Paper for this weekend. Paper recognizes that a picture of him with Wells fans, fans which appeared on social media, was inappropriate and he has apologized. What would World Rugby have deemed is wrong with this photo and is this decision justified? Take, take, take the role of a referee. You know, as a referee, you become a public figure. You know, you, you walk in the street, people recognize you, um, and, 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 and et cetera, et cetera. Now, in my day, you know, we had, when I refereed test matches, uh, we had after the, after the test matches, it was a dinner where you actually had dinner with the teams. Mm. You had dinner with the, the coaches. Um, but luckily, there wasn't that social media we had nowadays, uh, where you can't even walk into a, into, into a shop where they recognize you, and they will take a shot of you, photograph of you. As I've said, you recognize that the referee becomes a public figure. Um, people recognize him. Now, unfortunately, I would just want to want to, to, to reverse this question. Say, for instance, Jakob Paper had not sent off anybody from, 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 from France. He just walked into the street. He saw these... Uh, he never, personally, I feel he never walked up to them and say, "Take a shot of me." I think they they approached him. Fine, mm-hmm. but say that for instance, there was no send off. What would have happened with a photograph like that? They are they are all all this whole photograph is all around apparently the send off mm-hmm. of the French player, and and apparently with his arm the in the air and all these yeah. things. And I don't think I think it's very very innocent. My personal opinion. Um, you're also going to recognize, Jakob Paper, that you know, you, 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 you're you independent um, and that you're going to be neutral. And you're just going to watch it, you know, what you do off the field in terms of all these things. Say, for instance, that um, it was a Welsh player's um, different, completely different opinion. What happens after the game? You blow the final whistle, you walk off the field, and everybody greets everybody. So, 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 nothing sinister about that. But now, after a match, you you walk to your car or you walk to the to the to the taxi, and people recognise you. They run up to you for a shot for the photograph. And unfortunately, it, it was the Welsh uh, supporters. And I don't think there was any anything. Uh, uh, I think he was very innocent about this. So mm. I don't think any sinister from his side uh, wanted to to prove something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, World Rugby never, 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 never came out with a statement. They just left it. Um, and well, obviously, I'm not sure about the appointments, whether it was uh, held against him. Um, but, you know, there's a code of conduct also that, that referees always got to look at. And mm. you've got to always, always, you're, you're a public figure. And you've got to watch it, you know, uh, overstepping the, the code of conduct. But personally, I think it's a bit. It's a bit far-fetched, and, and, and I can't see anything sinister about it. Last one, Frank Berger. Jerome Garces is the ref for the box against Wells. The box of How are we going to win? How are we going to win? But everybody says the win. box of a poor record when he's the man in the middle, <laughs> winning just four of 14, only won a once in their last 10 with Garces in charge. <laughs> is that fair on a ref when people pull out those stats? Yeah, you know, you know, you know, as I've said, as I've said, uh, in my career also, you referee certain teams 
and they lose and they lose and they lose and they lose and then they uh, suddenly reckon that you are the you are the culprit there. You are responsible for all their losses. Um, I don't think he's a cheat. I don't think he's a. I think he's a good referee. I know him very well. I've had several uh, in my in my career as citing commissioner. I was with him with the Lions tour in mm. Australia a couple of years ago, and I thought I think he's a good referee. The point is just this. That, you know, there's so much pressure on referees during the World Cup. You don't, you don't realize there's so much pressure. There's pressure on referees in every, every test match, but especially now in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a match like this. And then people come up with all stats and say, fine, for the last six, seven, eight matches, Wales has always beaten him with him as a referee. Uh, but honestly, I think, I, think, I think we should be relaxed. And, and, and I think the box has got a good side. Uh, we're going to beat Wales and and, and turn and overturn this Garcia thing and say fine, um, not a not a bad referee, uh, but personally I won't I won't be be completely worried about it. Okay, Frick, thank you for speaking to us. Always a pleasure talking to you and picking your brain. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. You're always welcome. Thank you, Frick Beggar. Up next, we're going to speak to Tasman Pepper, uh, who took part in the W series, but we've got a voice note, and then we'll go to Tasman.